What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Boilermaker Buzz. This is Rayfield Davis. Joined in with your co-host, Lewis Jackson, Purdue's greatest point guard of all time with Brandon Smith inching on his heels. Ujack, what's going on with you? <laughs> man, not much, man. Back home in Decatur right now, chilling, man. What's going on with you? I can't call it. But about that, you you got Brandon Smith right there. People saying uh, people already giving him that. What would you feel about that? Uh, I mean, the competitor, you was like, come on, man, a little bit, you know, it's like, ah, come <laughs> on, man. But then, but the brotherhood, man, I got a great relationship with Brayden. I root for him. I cheer him on. Sure. And as a as an older guy, it's like, hey, this ain't about us. It, people want to crown him the best point guard in Purdue history. Salute. He putting in the work. You respect it. And then, you know, the other side is the competitor is like, you know, my career didn't go certain ways. I didn't have a full four years like he's going to have, but you just salute it. And then you just, for me, like if he call, ask for advice, I give it to him and I support him the best way I can. Uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. And speaking of Brady Smith, he had a, a good game against Maryland. Uh, I mean, all the guys had a good game against Maryland. Uh, Fletch got going in the first half. Lance got going in the second half. Zach and Zach. Braden is Braden at this point. What did you, uh, did you take anything away from that game? Cause the thing I took away from that game after, uh, being being around a team calling the last two games, it was uh one they didn't look past Jacksonville, Eastern Kentucky. They wasn't jumping over those games, and then when I even would bring up this game, they would be focused on the other one. But I did bring it up to one person. I brought it up to Zach. Cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Zach was like, "Yeah, I want to play Julian Reese type type shit." You know what I'm saying? So, and then Zach goes out there, and Julian Reese doesn't score. So I think there was a. Uh, uh, added effort in there because I think uh, you go back to last season. Coach Willard made a statement in the media and said um, Julian Reese won that battle against Zach Eady. And I think uh, in true Mac Majority fashion, Zach Eady took that personally. <laughs> but, facts, uh, facts. What did you? Uh, would you? Uh, and even even uh, with Jameer Young, Jameer Young get twenty six. But I mean, off the top of my head, I think he took twenty three, twenty five shots. So it's like Lance Jones defense there. So what you take away from the game and where did you see what did you see in the guys? Um, I think obviously the defense intensity, like you said, you can see that it was some focus there and it was t- it was there to make a statement because I correct me if I'm wrong, had they lost the last two in Maryland? I know they lost last year in Maryland. But they, did they, they lost the they, last I think two. They won us since twenty seventeen in Maryland. Okay, so that I don't alone. think Zach yeah. ever won in Maryland. And then last year they got beat by fifteen. Like and it was a you know how the game ended up being fifteen, but it felt like twenty twenty five. Like, last year, they just got, yeah. And that was in the midst of trying to win the Big Ten Championship. So, I just feel like for all those guys, you can can downplay it, but in the back of their minds, like, to me, the way the intensity came out, it was like, hey, man, we ain't won here. We need to make a statement. And even when they tried to throw the little ball pressure at them, it it looked completely different from how they handled it the past year. Because, I mean, look at it like, I think this is the one of the first years in a long time where you had two legit ball handlers in the backcourt. And Lance isn't like the traditional point guard, but he can handle the ball. Like he's had that ball in his hand his whole life, controlling the offense, breaking it, breaking down defenses. So pressing Purdue, trapping Purdue is not the same as it was. You know what I mean? Because you think about Fletcher, Fletcher coming up, shooter, knockdown shots, come off screens, handling when he's scoring the ball into a scoring package, yeah. but he wasn't breaking presses since he was seven years old. You know what I mean? So right, now they right. got two of those guys, and I think that that helps tremendously because that's that's what it is. Like when you play Maryland, 
you play Rutgers, you play certain teams, it's, you break that initial surge, that initial pressure, it's going to be layups, dunks, open threes. You're going to be hanging on rims. And I think that's uh, that's what Purdue showed. And it was uh, it was good to see. And I think, uh, like, like Mason, like what you've been seeing out of, like, because since we talked last, TKR didn't had a good game. Mason had a good one. And I, we didn't talk about that position needing to step up. Have they kind of showed you what you needed to see? Yeah, I think they have. But, um, real quick about the pressure. I think when I was watching Lance against Maryland, like you said, like he's looking to attack the press. And Bray is looking to attack the press. Like to where it's not a knock to Fletcher. Like to how he grew up dribbling. He's one, two dribbles. Hopefully the press comes. Let me throw it back to my yeah, guy. Yeah, so then yeah. we can break it. And it looked yeah. different. Like one time I seen Maryland press, Brayden gave it to Lance. Lance looked, quick crossover, one, two dribbles, we up the court. Yeah. So like you said, that's just a whole different style of things. And then, uh, man, my, I just drew a blank. What was the last part you asked me? No, nah, I think – and then, no, nah, let's just stay on Lance real quick. Lance's ability to create off the dribble is exactly what this team needed. Rather, if it's for himself – for a teammate breaking the press, just having a second ball handler on the floor, it just helps. But now the uh, the question I was gonna ask you was about like the four tandem, Trey Kaufman, Red, I got you. first, yeah. all of them do. I love it. And I think um obviously they've all you give them credit because I feel like they all have accepted their role. You know what I mean? Like I think the egos have kind of just died on the sense like hey, I'm gonna do the betterment for the team because you got Trey Kaufman started. Obviously, he gets it going on offense, a hell of a rebounder, and he's tough-minded. So you like that start. He's figuring it out with Zach. Made the first three of the game in Maryland, so you stretch the court. But then you love – I love Mason Gillis because he's just like yeah. that ultimate Purdue sacrifice guy. When he comes in, the intensity doesn't drop off. To me, I think Purdue just continues to get better when he comes in because now we're stretching the floor. He's willing to get yeah. on the floor, get the extra rebound. So that dynamic – it plays great for the second unit. Then when Caleb gets in and does this thing, I just think as a collective, those three have figured out how to make Purdue continue to excel while they're in the game and do their part. Yeah, how to max I mean, and then how to maximize the minutes. Like you talk about like yeah. Trey. Trey's gonna beat you up on the glass, he's gonna score it on the block, he's gonna make the try to make the right decision. Mason's gonna knock down a three, be a ball mover, play hard, toughness. Because if you look at the uh, Eastern Kentucky game, Purdue started sluggish. And then Mason M- Mason checks in the game, knocks down the three, offers a rebound, gets a steal. And, like, the depth only matters if the depth is productive. You get what I'm saying? But, but no, nah, it's uh, to, to go out there, go on the road, get a road win in the Big Ten. It don't matter where you play. It's hard. The pizza always tastes better. What was your uh, Facts. What was your toughest road, road environment that you played in in the Big Ten? You gotta, mm, you, I'm, you gonna go to Michigan State whiteout, and mm. I, I give a side, I get whiteout is crazy. The whiteout is crazy, crazy. On, a Saturday, on a Saturday at noon. <laughs> what Saturday CBS game early oh, morning? You man, man they get good. crazy. If they top if they top fifteen. It's nasty work. <laughs> and, and for some reason, the Big Ten know what they're doing. My four years, they always set it up till we played that last month in February with the Big Ten championship counting. Facts, so it facts, was even crazier. Facts, facts, facts. That's what we always yeah. played my last and year. And then you yeah. don't want to give them credit. You don't want to necessarily give them credit, but it is true. That IU environment is just that Purdue IU game, that yeah, rival. Yeah. That environment is crazy. Especially when both of y'all are good. 
Like we yeah. was both, we both ended up being good. What was that? Uh, my junior year, we were both good. Oh man, it's crazy. You got to. That's when the fans come out early. They got to. They got to surrounding the bus. You know what I mean? So no, nah, uh, to get a role win in the Big Ten, I don't care if you play in the the bottom team in the league or the first team in the league. It's tough to do. So no, nah, that's so, all. Let me. But go ahead. Let me ask you this though, real quick. Before that. What would you say? You don't want to call it your worst loss in the Big Ten, but what is like that royal team you got a loss on? Was like, yo, we shouldn't have lost this game. It's just mm. it's weird to play in that in that environment. You know, we we lost at Minnesota. My uh, what that been? My junior year, we was on a run. We had be like four ranked teams. We would have been ranked that next game. We beat Minnesota. We top twenty five, and that was right after we finished last place in the year. We out the. Oh, we will win. Oh. I remember that. And too, I remember I had the ball. I should have shot that. Bitch. I should have. I should have. And I passed it. I was trying to run the play and shit. I had, to, to, join, be a good team I had, to, had to join the corner. I'm trying to hit AJ Hammond after the game. AJ, he said, You should have shot that joint. Oh. You hear me? But nah, we lost that. I remember because my daddy, my daddy, and my mama knew they had never been to, uh, been out there, you know what I mean? Obviously, because it's far. So. They got in the whip, and my uncle and them got in the car, in the truck, or whatever. They drove up. It's crazy because after the game, I'm so shitty. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't even go say what up to him. Like, nah, I'm getting on the bus. Like, oh, catch y'all at the crib. Oh, dog, he wanted to pull me off the bus. <laughs> Shout nah. out to Red. Shout out Big Red on my life. Shout out Big Red. Going into this game tomorrow, I mean Illinois. You look at Illinois without without Terrence Shannon Jr., Marcus Domas, thirty-two piece wing dinner. I mean, tough. I mean, and tough. it was eleven of fifteen from the field. And this is against Northwestern, which has one of the better interior defenses. And he's doing this. He had thirty-two and made one three from the guard position. Which is That's crazy. Mean. Yeah, I mean. They don't even do that no more. And it's almost as if it's Mark Marcus Domas. He was uncomfortable being the number two. And, and like Underwood would be like, you got to shoot it more. He got to be more comfortable. But like now he back as the number one option. You understand how he scored 1,700 points in his career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then like Quincy Guerrier, like he been balling the last four games. He people don't realize he got over fourteen hundred points in his career. So you put Boy. he already used to be in a, a you know what I mean. You put thirty one yeah. that's thirty one hundred points combined over three hundred made threes combined. And then right. to me the biggest question was offensively wasn't going to work out. But right. after I seen that Northwestern game, I mean, shit, it was crazy. What you uh, what you feel about Illinois right now? You know what I was thinking about them back and forth. Like obviously what they're going through is like damn as a team like as tough. But I had to start thinking about my career, just some of the situations we've been in. And we've been in two different situations. With Rob towards me my sophomore year, it was hard to adjust because we had maybe four games left in the season. And then my junior year, I'll never forget it because it lit a fire in us. And sometimes fans don't even realize what they do where <laughs> Rob towards me the first official day of practice. Yep. And I remember after that, after practice, I'd be like, Dad, we know what's going on. Me and J.J., we went to Harry's to meet Rob. Yep. And um, Twitter was just getting around all of this and social media. And uh, first, you know, we get on Twitter after you see fans, all oh, it's over with for the boilers. All oh, this season's done with. It's done with. And it's like, God damn, like, yo, like, <laughs> straight you, up. you know, there's other guys on the team respecting, like, Rob is our dude. We, we are hurt for him. But like you're saying, like, 
And I'm looking at like, yo, it's, it's my turn to step up. Like other guys want this situation. So now you look at Illinois. Uh, it kind of happened real. in the best timing for him because it's mid-season. So now, like you're saying, like Damascus, some of those other guys, now roles are kind of defined. But now it's like, okay, like, yeah, I've been wanting to be the number one scorer. Not in a bad way. Now this guy gets another opportunity. Uh, Luke, Luke Goody, the shooter. Now he's got more of a role knowing his spot. So it's kind of like. Uh, you don't want to say addition with, with subtraction because, like, you hate to see what happened to that young man in his career. But for a team, they don't look bad, and it might have actually worked out in their favor just for the rest of the team to figure out what they need to do in their roles. And then, like, a guy like Justin Harmon, you think a couple games ago, yeah. he, had, he didn't score. I mean, he was playing spot minutes all season, still playing hard, trying to figure out a role. Last two games, he had 20. So, I mean, they got guys, They like you said, they got guys stepping up. They had they had four guys. I looked at the box score. They had four guys at double figures last night, and everybody that played scored at least yep, two points. And then you think about Coleman. This is like, oh, we watch for Purdue tomorrow. This is going to be an X factor. Coleman Hawkins, he's been making the three at a high clip, higher than he has when he started the season. And he's been playing better, playing simpler like he just if he's open he'll shoot it lay close out he gonna drive it <clears throat> so like you got marcus domas coming off of that ball screen getting it's going to be lance jones his former teammate which is going to be fun i love that story long yeah that's going to be fun so he's gonna have lance jones on his hip zach Eady's gonna have to stop the ball obviously and then you got coleman or quincy garrier on the pop for a three if Coleman is knocking down that shot and Zach can't get there, that's a problem for Purdue because three is more than two. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting because Illinois, they're a team where Illinois, they can get hot or they can get cold. And when they go on the road, yeah. and when they, they, they they tend to shoot a bunch of threes on the road. But I think uh, I think for Purdue, like, what, you, what do you feel the keys to the game are for Purdue to come away with this one? And not just to come away with it, but to really uh, – they have a comfortable win. Yeah. Um, I think, like you said, obviously it's the defensive end. Like, we can't let guys get comfortable making shots on the road. Like, obviously, it's a great thing to open up. Well, first open home game back at the crib, playing Illinois. We got the atmosphere, and it's just going to be up to us. Like, can we defend the pick and pop? Are we going to allow guys to get comfortable shooting that three-pointer? Because offensively, I think we figured that out. Like, I, we we got the formula. I think another shout-out to Cam Heidi. I think Cam Heidi has figured out exactly how to be so efficient like when you were calling the game just like we talked about those two live dunks king of gets changes everything like we get we get one or two of those crowds rocking it's all about the defensive end and rebounding because we know who we are offensively like that's not going to change so i just think the defensive end is going to be the most important part yeah you keep if you can keep illinois out of the lane force them to shoot contested threes they'll shoot them like they'll shoot as many as you let them shoot and if it's a game where they're making them and it'd be tough. But it's a game where they can shoot themselves out of the game. And I think um, the key for Illinois is going to be Coleman Hawkins. If he can be efficient, if he can flip, if he can flip the matchup against Zach, it'll help him. Because that's what Northwestern couldn't do. Northwestern couldn't flip the matchup with their big. The big's going to score. He just, I mean, Quincy just had their way. But if Caleb, I mean, if Trey, Caleb, and Mason, if they were Zach, if they can just dominate the inside, Illinois is just lighting the pass. Like Tennessee, I rebounded them, I think, by double figures. FAU, I rebounded them, and those are two of their losses. So if you can out-rebound Illinois, you can take – and you can get 
some offensive rebounds and steal some baskets, I think Purdue will be in good shape. But if it's a game where they're flipping that matchup and Zach gets two early ones because he's closing out, hand-checking on the drives, and I think Illinois, even in some situations, Illinois could go go for a low and let Coleman just attack. So, so nah, I'm uh, I, 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 I look forward to it. What you uh, what, outside outside of this this Illinois game, Purdue in general? Hey, what's your sense right now? How you feel? I like where we at. I think um, man, everything is kind of lining up for them to make them Final Four bound. Like I think all the tests we've been getting non-conference, I think that was a great start for them just to see where we are holding opponents, guarding, seeing different styles. But even this team like Illinois coming into this this is a whole different type of animal just far as adversity that they're dealing with so that bullseye still on our back so now even to get this type of experience again that you know guys are going from illinois are going to be looking to prove so much more against them yep that that that's going to have to keep the guard sharp then obviously we get to the old state i'm waiting for the old state game at this point because i think it's going to say a lot about our guards we all know what zach Eady's is going to be but at the end of the day the tournament players guard play like even I was watching Michigan State, Indiana State. I wish Purdue would have played Indiana State in the non-conference, just because how the style of the guard play. Like I think the yep. more guards that we can play that shifty and like to get downhill and score, yep. that's going to prepare us for the final four run that we that we're on because that's that's all it's about. Even like a Penn State ace ball yeah. with Kanye yeah. Clary, two little guards that's going to stretch because Lance can't guard them both and paint. I remember Payne used to do this with me when we had certain lineups. Is you got to guard everybody. <laughs> like you guarded Brett Forbes for a couple of minutes. You guarded Denzel Valentine for a couple of minutes. Other dude get going. You guard. You know what I mean? So like with yeah. Penn State, you're not gonna be able to do that. And with the Michigan State, so I, I agree with you there because like you look at Ohio State last night. Ohio State last night against Rutgers, and Rutgers is one of the best defenses in the country. I mean they they guard they guards got triple double. I mean 57 points, 14 rebounds, nine assists. I mean, it just was – it was Jamison Battle and Bruce Thornton in the first half. It was Roddy Gale and Bruce Thornton in the second half. And then what people sleep on with Ohio State is you look at Zach Key and Felix Agpara, you sandwich those numbers. And even on the game last night where they didn't have it going, they still get nine points, nine rebounds, two blocks. Yeah. And, like, if your center is your fourth option, and they would have – if Northwestern centers could give them nine, nine, Two right. every game, you know, that's a win. So, like, I yeah, think, um, yeah. and then Evan Mahaffey is the every winning team needs an Evan Mahaffey, a utility guy, lock up any position. That's uh, Evan Mahaffey is Purdue's no jail Eastern from the Elite Eight run. You know what I mean? So, I'm looking forward to that game because I'm thinking about what you said earlier. You was, uh, you said, uh, Gardell, when, when Robert got hurt, everybody was like, nah, it's over. And, like, what better opportunity is it to play the number one team in the country? And like, all right, like we still got it, cause like defensively on the road too, on the road, on the road, and they and tight, cause man, you the matchup too. I'm watching too the matchup. I'm really watching, cause I think if Ty Rogers gets enough minutes per game, defensive player of the year, cause tomorrow and tomorrow's gonna yeah, be a big one. He he took Bubuli out of the game and stretches. He just didn't play. He just doesn't. He it's. He rotates with Dane Danger. The way they do it is just he's the first sub sometimes. But if he was a 30-minute of game dude, 32-minute of game dude, defense player of the year. Because I think he going to give you Braden Smith prop. Like, I mean, Ty Rodgers yeah, is size, six, athletic. Six, seven, 230. <laughs> Come on, bro. What? Yeah, for you, that's you different. Are, that's, yeah. 
And you, like, bro, you you were a smaller point guard. What's that like? What's the advantages of being a smaller point guard, go, going up against a bigger, longer, more athletic defender? I don't know. I mean, Kelsey was 6'5", and you was, you was with Kelsey every day. So what's that? What's that kind of like? Oh, I mean, you got to learn to play to your advantages. And then um, I think that obviously the thing, shout out to PJ. PJ's got that offensive system just on a whole nother level. So I think he'll be able to create – different opportunities where Brady was learning how to score and what he does in the game is very different for me. Like, I like to draw. Yeah. I don't care how tall you is. I'm getting downhill. So, with me, our motion offense helped us so much. Yeah, yeah, you go block, you block my shot. It's like, all right, cool. I'll be back. Like, I'll be back down there. You know, like, I never got that about being like, get, get, like, all right, bro, now I'll come back, you know. But for us, the motion offense was always helpful. Jawan could spread out. Rob could spread out. So we come off that pick and roll. You got to respect if they pop. So it gave me a lot more freedom in the lane to where it was at. He shot that three. He did. He shot that, that three before now Cop was up. But, like, you know what I mean? If you get Zach to pick apart, which that's not his biggest game, but now when you get Mason and maybe Trey in there and Caleb, now it's going to make Illinois at least spread out. And now if you get that switch one-on-one, that's disrespectful to me. Like, you, you shouldn't be trying to switch over here on me. Yeah, yeah, because Coleman, or even not even Coleman, because like you said with Zach, if you put Trey Coleman right in the ball screen, Quincy, you, Quincy should switch on that. If you're Brandon Smith, you got to yeah. take advantage of that switch, rather if it's for you or for a teammate. You got to go around him, Facts. create an opportunity at the rim for yourself, or get somebody open shot. Because I think that's going to be key. I think if, uh, like you just said, if he can handle Ty Rogers' length and his strength, I think I think Purdue is in good shape because I don't, I think it, and then also on the flip side of it because Lance Jones will probably check Marcus Domas. That means Brandon Smith will have to check Ty Rogers. I mean just right. just size wise. I mean position wise. I mean you're gonna put you go Luke Goody. You're gonna put Fletcher Lawyer on him. You're gonna put Trey Goff yeah. on Quincy Garrier. You're gonna put Zach on on Coleman. So I mean he and the, so the big thing will be can Brandon Smith keep Trey. Can he keep Ty Rogers off the offensive class? Because I, right. I know you got, don't have to. You're going to let him shoot. You're going to let him shoot. Exactly. You're going to let him shoot. You're going to let him. He's going to be a driver. But when that shot goes up, Greatest Smith got to hit. And if you don't hit, boy, yeah. Ty Rogers ain't going to that much. Real boy. I like that too because Braden is a hell of a rebounder. Like a he lot of is. people don't look at that. Yeah. But he's but it's also the factor I always tell point guards this and a lot of them don't do it. It's like most point guards don't go to the go to the rim. Nah, they're not going. They right, go right, back. Right. So like you're saying that free man is there, but now with somebody like Ty Rogers, you gotta box out. Or right, like, yeah. That that's gonna be I think that's the matchup. I think that Braden Smith, Ty Rogers, as far as Braden Gardner on the defensive end and what he does offensively is a key. And then Coleman Hawkins with those bigs, that's going to be the two keys to the game. Because you know what I'm doing if I'm Coach Underwood, especially after just watching what Marcus Domash did to Northwestern. I mean, it didn't matter. It was Brooks Barheiser, it was Ryan Langborn, it was Todd Berry, it was Blue Bully. I'm putting Marcus Domash in the mid post on Lance Jones. I'm backing him down. I'm putting Quincy on the wing. I'm putting Coleman at the top of the key. If Zach's trying to – Zach stayed too low, open shot. That gotta go, Facts. especially the way if this yeah. early in the season, early in the season, you don't gotta go. But Coleman been playing better right. lately, and then Quincy been balling. So like, and then I'm going at, and then I'm putting Ty Rogers. That's the thing about Illinois; they invert, they play like Marcus Domas is their post up guy, Ty Rogers is their post up guy, and their bigs are their shooters. That's so, tough. Uh, that's I tough. So now the bigs got to get out. 
the bed's got to lay the paint. So it's like, um, I'm really interested to see uh, what paint, I mean, Coach Lusk and what paint those dudes put together on the defensive end because that's, that's, that's a challenge. Yeah, let me ask you something. If, well, me and cut you off. Let me ask you something. I'm just thinking about this. That Lance Jones, Marcus DeMass matchup. We're former teammates. Is this is this one of those we both score buckets? We probably practice to be crazy. Am I? Are you texting me before the game? Are we cool? Or is this like, let me show you who's nah, the better bro. one of us on the team? Let me see. If it, it depends on how. It depends on who was kicking it. Like you, the homie was. Let, my okay, teammate. let's say we let's say we kick. We the homies. Like let's just say we, me. Oh, just fact. Me and you. Let's just say me. As much as how me and you used to talk uh, crazy no, I might, to each I other. might shoot you a text. I'm gonna bust your ass tomorrow. Call <laughs> 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 me after the game. <laughs> yeah, cause I, uh, cause shit, I be seeing like 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 Fletcher Lawyer, like Fletcher Lawyer, Luke Goody. Like that's another one. Like right. they grew, grew up another together. One. They play high school ball together with state. Like you know what I mean. So. I see Fletcher they gotta go home. I see, yeah, same town. I see they work out together in the summers. They got the same training. Ooh. So it's like right, I see, right. uh, I see Luke Goody make a post on Instagram. Let your lawyer throw him a shot in the comment. Tell him his outfit terrible. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's a, I, I, that is dope though. That's that's gonna be fun because that and two they both and two. I wonder why it didn't work. You know what I mean? Because they had those two, and I forget the other guy that had a southern like that. Guys like. How come that didn't work? So it's like, I'm excited. I'm excited for that matchup, the little goody, such a lawyer matchup, the comb. Like, hey, this game got a lot of different storylines within it because. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, two, you think about it, Pay came from Southern. Weber came from Southern. Because sure. if you Bruce Weber tomorrow, who you rule for, Purdue, Illinois? Oh, oh, oh. Because he, he started with Purdue, but then that Final Four room, that's Illinois. Man. Yeah, what? Man. And you got to go back to both programs. What? Come on. <laughs> that's tough, Coach. I'm going to text you. I'm gonna, that's, the, um, that's what everything is. I'm going to say for everybody out there, I'm going to text Bruce Weber and tell him who, ask him who he's rooting for, and then we're going to put it out. But no, tomorrow's going to be some exciting game. It's going to be a, real, a crazy atmosphere, a home game. The fans won't be – they may be trickling back in. The students may be trickling back in the ones, the, you know what I mean? So it's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. If Purdue can control the glass, take care of the basketball, they will get a bunch of open shots. And if they can make shots, they win the game. If uh, if it's a situation where Illinois is able to invert, flip the matchups on Purdue, it'd be it'd be a tough one. But if Purdue is able to, if they take care of the glass early, if they could punk Illinois on the glass early in the game. I think they have some early success. But if it's a game where Illinois Illinois been playing hard, man. Like Illinois been playing these last yeah. two games, they've been trying to prove a point. So the Northwestern game showed a lot, and this one will, this one would have solidified them. So like you said, like when it comes to proving the point, when dudes is doubting you, man, this is the one you won't get. But now nah, anything, uh, anything you want to tell the people, Lou? Oh man, uh, just excited. I'm just excited to obviously watch Purdue, Purdue what they're doing. Um, we just had a great crew life camp. About to start introducing crew life AAU. We're expanding it that so. Just excited about all of that and what the future holds. And also, too, we'll be starting to come on weekly. So, obviously, during the season, there'll be a lot more conversations. So, if fans got things they want to be asked, be looking forward to us. Hit us up on our on our social medias and just looking forward to the new year. Nah, straight up. Nah, uh, Crew Life, INC. You want to learn more, you can go to crewlife.com. You're at RayfieldDavisBasketball.com. Uh, AAU coming, uh, basketball training coming in West Lafayette. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, one night a week, we're going to be in West Lafayette. We're going to have players trickling through once a week, uh, doing a bunch of training for a very, very affordable rate. Because <laughs> yeah, everybody knows how we get down with crew life. Everything is for the kids. But no, uh, if you want to check us out, Boilermaker Buzz, check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Rayfield Davis 3. At Lou Jack underscore. And for, and for everything out, Purdue, Illinois is a big one. I mean, we in the Big Ten season. It's the grind. Uh, I think it's going to be first team to 16 wins this year. And I think Purdue is in a chance to run the tables. It's theirs to lose. And if there's any team right now that's going to compete for it, it's Illinois. So I'm excited for it. But uh, other than that, Boilermaker Buzz, we out.